and do it. All right. Hey guys, welcome to the Briar Systems Podcast. I'm here with Joe Emerald, project owner of the Crusader app and savior of the broken Twitter spaces. <laughs> so Joe, hey, how's it going? Good. good, man. Good. Thanks for coming. And, uh, could you just introduce yourself and, uh, the reason, main motivation behind this app? Sure, sure, yeah. Well, I go by Jello Mold on Twitter. Um, I am, you know, kind of your average, I think, Kronos investor, um, and found Twitter, you know, back last year and kind of got addicted to spaces. Um, you know, and over time, like as, as everything blew up and, you know, the, the, the bull run and Twitter spaces blew up, um, in Twitter kind of like the, the, you know, maybe the performance uh, degraded a little bit or maybe a lot as far as like that bar up at the top where you're trying to find spaces. Right. So all of that, like combined to, you know, have me sitting here and trying to find Twitter spaces related to Kronos projects. Um, uh, and that was very frustrating and was taking up a lot of time. So I, to to ease that pain of, you know, uh, of the time I was spending. I built this this application to basically automatically go and find all those spaces for me um, so I could just see them all right there on one page. And of course, I mean, I built this on the web. It's all Web3 and API driven. So I had a pretty much to make it work. I had to build it on the web anyway. So I just made it available to, uh, you know, for the Crow fam. And that's an awesome resource when you're looking to try to find what communities are online, who's doing what, uh, sourcing information, Web3 is difficult because there's so little information on it and it moves And, so and it changes so quickly. Exactly. You know, changes so quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Crusader is the app, um, and, and kind of at least a renewed interest people have in this, in the spaces scout, which is, which is the actual, you know, mini app that that is part of crusader but certainly you know crusader there, there's a lot more to it in fact if you went to you know the original crusader app which is still up i won't mention the url because this one's going to replace it very very soon but it's it's like a whole collection of of chronos you know nft project data that i've been you know collecting and kind of organizing over time um, and, and I built that app to, you know, to be able to get better intelligence on Kronos projects, um, you know, getting data that not everybody else had available or that was, you know, constantly changing on Twitter. You know, suddenly it's like, wait a minute, wasn't that a 8000 collection? What, what is this 888? Did, you know, um, and I, you know, wanted to be able to go reference something. And so I built an app that, that does that. Well, that should definitely keep people more honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I've been, I've been over the past few days kind of going in and, you know, spending more time like making updates to older projects. And I've been seeing a lot of that, like what just exactly what I described. Like I look at the, what I originally put in for the mint quantity of 10,000. And then I go look at the collection or go look on, you know, Chronoscan <laughs> and it's, you know, 2000 
And I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what happened there? And I, you know, you can go back and check the blockchain and see what's, see what's going on. Right. Exactly. Um, I mean, sometimes it's a tournament, but let's, let's back it up a little bit for our listeners. Uh, the Kronos chain is a, a blockchain that runs off the crypto.com. Uh, or I'm sorry, the Kronos chain runs parallel to Ethereum. It's an EVM off uh, the Cosmos SDK, but it's kind of affiliated with crypto.com. Yeah, fair to right? say. Yeah, I mean, crypto.com, I'd say, is like the, the app and the company that a lot of people like onboard with, you know, get that, you know, buy their first crypto. Um, it's a great app. It's very simple. And then from there, you know, there's, there's the DeFi app, which is a separate app in itself. And that's where you get your own aux address and can also mirror that whole wallet with, you know, MetaMask. And then you're off and running doing all kinds of DeFi, you know, dangerous DeFi things. <laughs> and do your own research on DeFi. And uh, yeah, that's another reason why. So let me back up a little bit, right? The, the other kind of motivation for build, building this app in the first place is, you know, I started out on ETH um, in 20, I guess, 2020, end of the, I don't know, whatever. It, it, I guess 2021 still, early 2021. And so I was in, in the ETH side of things. And, um, you know, back when everything was crazy, you know, crazy uh, popular and Twitter was, you know, was grinding with all kinds of NFT and like you had to grind in the discords to get whitelist. I mean, you still do, but back then it was just insane. Like hate beast. I don't know if you uh, know that hate beast project, but that was just like the pinnacle of, of, uh, you know, degenerate um, grinding in, in uh, discords. Um, anyway, so, so I, you know, I, I explored that, but, but I got scammed, right? I, um, like a lot of us, we at least once get scammed. I fell for um, the the Discord link uh, thing, which turned into a, a very intricate web, you know, trick to make me think it was a wallet. So uh, so I got, you know, pretty much drained um, and learned my lesson. Thankfully, it wasn't that much, but I learned my lesson there. And, and then also realized that, you know, I mean, I need to do more research. Like, uh, you know, I was really out all by myself there. So I didn't, I wasn't even in a group. So when I came to Kronos, right, I, I, um, so anyway, I, I kind of quit ETH, right? And then a month later, my like nephew was like, Hey, you should, you should check out Kronos app. I had the, I had the crypto.com, but I, I hadn't seen DeFi. And so I kind of got that open and found, found MMF and then, you know, quickly fell into the DeFi and found, Twitter spaces and Island Thunders, Twitter space and, you know, quickly was into Kronos uh, and still am like, a, you know, that's kind of my home base. Um, I'm certainly dabbling in all kinds of cross, uh, you know, cross chain stuff now, but certainly my home base. And again, why my motivation for building Crusader, it's just to kind of, you know, organize all this data that I'm trying to use as an investor, right? I, I try to build this like with an investor mind first. Um, like what would I want to see as me being just, you know, a guy out here with a full-time job um, and a family just trying to see what this Web3 thing's all about. Absolutely. A lot of people just invest in crypto. They'll go to like 
Coinbase, Weevil, Robinhood, all of these other platforms to invest in crypto, but they don't actually own their keys. So when they purchase crypto, they're paying other people money to, you know, essentially purchase the crypto for them. But since the inception of cryptocurrency, it's become significantly more adaptive to just about or and accept accessible to every person who is willing to do a little bit of research and uh you know go through the motions but the resource for the information isn't really there except for on youtube and it's easy to feel like people are scam get scamming them or uh just taking their money yeah yeah absolutely absolutely you know especially like you know on twitter spaces you, you'll hop into a twitter space and there's a lot of hype there's you know you can get fomo really easy on the twitter spaces um and you know I, I wanted something that I could, yeah, before, I guess, again, a little backstory. When I got to Kronos, I met this group, um, the Kronos Gems, and they were tracking all the new NFT projects on a spreadsheet. Um, and they had, like, found another spreadsheet somewhere and had taken that one and started it, their own version of it because they were in their own group, right? And so I joined their group and kind of was in that spreadsheet, that Google sheet, and it was just unmanageable, right? Everybody wanted to like sort it and differently and like there were colors and, you know, um, who was going to keep all the stuff up to date. Like it's, you know, it was unmanageable. Um, and so, you know, I, I kind of built this. I said, hey, guys, let me build this little app on top of this Google Docs. So I went and, you know, there's some applications you can get, some Google Sheet integrations um, to build like a little web app that sits on top of that data and lets you like search and filter and things like that. And so I, you know, an input, right? Um, and so I built that first um, and then and then quickly realized that, hey, you know, this is super helpful. Like it's fast, right? That's the other thing. Um, there, there's another site called Kronos Research, um, which is a great resource, um, but, you know, it's just, it, it, it's really web too, and it's kind of feels slow. And, and so, like, you, you know, on the calendar, and if you want to go find more about that project that's on the calendar, you know, it's 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 a little trip to get over there. Um, and even search for a project, you have to kind of click and then go down and search. But with, with my app, I'm trying to make it so, like, you, you know, when you click on NFT and type, part of a name it just filters right in and it's right there right um because time is of the essence honestly if you're in a twitter space or you see something on twitter and you, and suddenly you're like holy shit what's going on you can go to the app type in a few words click on it see all the socials get all the information you need get to the socials i have you know contract addresses there you can get to the it brings you right to chronoscan to, to look at the contract and i'm tracking all kinds of data on top of that now, right? So now I'm expanding it. I've got, you know, spaces data coming. I've got Twitter information coming. Um, and I'm tracking a bunch of other things too that's gonna all come into kind of the, you know, the next next iteration of, of Crusader. That's awesome. It's, um, it's important to have that kind of utility for source data. And, you know, you've definitely started something very important that's needed in the space. It's going to be a much utilized um, 
asset for the everyday yeah. trader. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, even just like, you know, I have one of the filters I have is like closed and, and there's another rug, but you know, a lot of projects didn't even launch. Like there wasn't a contract. You know what I mean? They never got to that point, but they did come into Kronos and try to do something and failed, right? Like George the carrot. Have you ever heard of it? No. Crow farmer. You know, all the, this, these, these are things that like came and never launched, but, but, you know, I've got them in here and I'm going to, I've got that as, as a history of, um, you know, of the Kronos. So it's all going to be there. That's uh that's going to be an interest, interesting reflection in the future. Uh, as of right now, the projects are coming in every single day. They're launching, you know, a lot of them promise the world. They don't deliver. So to develop the web two in this sector, to have people use it every single day, it's going to be, it's going to be big and you're probably going to get mimics coming down, down the pipe, but e- you're oh, sure. utilizing open source APIs right now, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, you know, my whole application is basically one big API. I'm using like the MERN stack and, and Next.js. So everything's like routes and APIs. Um, and, and so, well, where was I going with that? I'm not sure, but you know, yeah, definitely there's, there's a lot of data here. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to be able to, you know, I, oh, you were talking about mimicking. Yeah. I, I mean, so when you, if you look at this application, it, it kind of is emerging of a few different things. Um, like a lot of the features I have here is like a, what you would see on a marketplace, like, you know, Abisus mm-hmm. Bay, because you can go to Abisus Bay, search for projects, get their socials, get the floor information. You know, you can do that now on, on Abisus. Um, but but you can't do some other things and there's not like a lot of, you know, feedback that you can get about projects or, you know, other kind of interactions. And that's some of those things. And I won't talk too much about it, but some of those kind of things I'm bringing. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, if anyone looks at the app, uh, you know, they'll realize it's a little bit different than in a marketplace. I'm not going to ever, you know, be a marketplace or, or anything like that. It's, it's really going to be, you know, a lot of great information and tools is where I'm heading. Yeah, I I can definitely see that. And there's monetization monetization coming down the road as well, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of different avenues. Uh, certainly, I mean, I've already, I've uh, gotten some inquiries into you know advertising, so you know banner ads and things like that. And even more recently, um, have been you know approached to to utilize the spaces scout information for some, you know, some other things. So, you know, obviously I'm hopping on that and looking at that opportunity. And so, yeah, like people are interested for sure. You know, we, you know, we went live, uh, was it, I guess a week ago, Friday. Yeah. So it's been live a week and, uh, it's been getting a lot of good feedback, right? I've been like hopping into spaces and I've been hearing, you know, people talk about it, even if they don't realize I'm there or if I am there, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, Jello's, you know, um, built this tool. You know, it's so it's not only useful for me. Right. What what a lot of projects are realizing is it's very useful to schedule your space. 
right? Because you can pull up this one page and you can see who's got spaces scheduled on any given day in the future and you can find a good spot, right? Like today there's a at 4:20 Island Thunder, 4:30 Lions Social Club. Ooh, that's a there's a conflict right there, right? Like definitely anyway. And then the next the next show is Ball Out Crypto at 10 p.m. So there's like you know, you can easily use this to 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 schedule a space and I have even heard of people, you know, I, heard it and seen what I thought were like, oh, people rescheduling because, you know, they don't want to compete with with uh, 21 million, you know, uh, realizing that 21 million has a space when they do. So they, you know, they move it out an hour. Yeah. And all so, of these people are, are intricate in the ground level of some of these crypto projects that launch every day. Uh, yeah, it's a little absolutely. discouraging because I keep hearing from people, mainstream crypto who are on you know, Coinbase or Crypto.com have no concept of blockchain activities, how to read, you know, where to even start in owning their own keys. And they wind up, you know, getting into some of these projects. I mean, we're talking probably tens, if not hundreds, launching every single day. And a lot of them lead nowhere. They're just hoping to crowdfund and get somewhere. And then when yep. they can't, they abandon the project and it's rec- recorded on the blockchain. So recorded on the blockchain. And, and, <laughs> and more interestingly, a lot of a lot of these projects leave their discord. Right. Yeah. And it's rarely interesting because I've been in a lot of discords over the past couple of days, you know, trying to see what's going on with the project. And, um, you know, here's, a, you know, if any projects listening that's going to bail, shut down your discord. I mean, it's ridiculous to leave your Discord open. So, uh, although it is interesting, sometimes the dis- in that in that predicament, the community gets in the Discord and actually, you know, revives a project like as a community thing. So, I don't know. Maybe leave your Discord open for rug rug projects. I, I take that back. <laughs> leave it open for the community. If if nothing else, it's interesting to go in there and and look at that history because it is like. There was one project early on that um, I got into called Crowala. It was like one of the, you know, really early. Um, and it, it's, you know, it's rug, but, but I've got the, I've got them, you know, I've got the Crowalas and it was fun for a little bit. Uh, and, and the Discord's still there and, and, you know, it's fun to go back and see like, you can go back to April and I'm in there going, Hey, you should adopt the crow, you know, uh, um, uh, I want to say Koala now, but it's it's Koala, right? Yeah. So anyway, I'm back in there trying, you know, giving suggestions way back when and, and all that kind of stuff. So it is it is interesting to get that history in the Discord. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, our logo for the Briar Systems actually came out of a rug project called the Meta Bears. I minted one, their one one, and people were offering me you know, one ETH for it. They're like, oh, let me put it lower than eight ETH. You know, we're going to get high. And I just like threw it all away. Meanwhile, I own probably 50% of all their one-on-ones now. And they oh cost me gosh. less than 0.1. I'm just and is there to, a community around it? Or are you, are you, there kinda... is, there's still like a large angry community and <laughs> we're trying to revitalize it. And I'd like to do yeah. it over on Crow, but you know, uh-huh. it's difficult to find developers right now to do the web three connects and 
you know, then there's the art artist issue, and when one's available, the other one's not. So right. it's just right. It's not great, and a lot of these developers are coming from offshore, so you know, it's not yeah. like they're doing a business deal, shaking hands, and oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, that's you know, and, and honestly, that's part of the allure, I think, to some people. Honestly, you know, I mean, I know that's more dangerous, but I think that you know, this whole it's it's a worldwide thing, right? And I, I think that I, I like that part of it. Yeah, the volatility. I like in Twitter spaces and and the and yeah, and it it is more volatile and you know these people like there was a there's another guy um Capu Capu Pixel he was a CDC artist and he was great he was like on Twitter we would chat you know his things were like they were three bucks and I was buying a lot of them and um, he had a whole community going on but he's in like the Philippines or something then something happened and he just you know he just disappeared. You know, wow. Discord's still there, like the whole, you know, he had a whole thing going and just like, I wonder, I always wonder what happened to that guy. Anyway, no, <laughs> there's so many trips down memory lane we could take, you know? Yeah, a um, lot happens in the day to day. It's hard to keep track of it. It's hard to source this information. Twitter is exactly. a great resource. So have you considered sourcing some of these other platforms that are doing similar things to, um, uh, to Twitter, such as, what is it called? The Crow, um, I almost said Crow King, but it's called, the uh, Other things Crowgram? on Twitter. Yeah, Crowgram. Crowgram. Oh, I did, you know what? I did look into Crowgram. I mean, I have the app, but it's a little confusing and, and it seems like it's really just a, it's a cross chain thing, mainly. And, and like, but so anybody can like add a little, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem only, I know what the app is called program, but it's, it's, it's a little confusing. Yeah. Uh-oh. We had, uh, the, the project owner on here for my very oh, okay. first podcast. And I'll have to listen back at it then. See kind of what their vision is. Cause it's just, you know, I can't get it. It's not clear. It seems like there's a voice chat going on all the time and I, you know. Yeah, so know. they have like a main, a main chat for specific NFT holders, and then they have mm-hmm. some side chats. And you could create your own chat too, but only if you're a project owner and you have a verified contract. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the people who take part in that social media platform, I think you have to verify yourself through a wallet, not a wallet connect, just, you know, you put your wallet address up next to you. So people gotcha. did like they'll go in, they can see what you got in your wallet, you know, what tokens, what chains are you on? Are you the mm-hmm. real deal? Are you a whale? You know. Interesting. And then, yeah. So I found that a little neat and maybe a little bit discriminatory towards the masses, but you know, mm-hmm. if people are listening to this podcast, they're on the right track to uh getting into this community. It's definitely an echo chamber. It's definitely yeah. has toxicity to it as well. But oh. Um, I also feel as if this is going to be the ground level for state-of-the-art development of integrating Web 2 to 3. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we say Web 3, and I, I've heard, like, Web 4, whatever, Web 4, you know. I mean, the Web Web 3 is just, to me, like, Web 2 with uh, with, you know, 
DeFi, a DeFi connection, a wallet connect, some some awareness of of the blockchain, right? So, like it, to me, it's just, it's like nothing more than that. I I am working on Wallet Connect for for the DApp, so that'll be coming, you know, in the next version. You'll be able to connect your wallet and and identify yourself through Twitter. So do it, an authentication. So that's just a little little hint of kind of some of the stuff that's to come. But uh, so let's talk about aspects. that. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you currently list spaces, NFT projects, and tokens. Um, I don't list a lot of tokens. Um, I definitely have like, you know, in the app, there's the main section is NFT, but there's a like a project type filter, right? And so I've got like marketplace, launch pads, news, uh, crypto.com collections. Uh, spaces hosts, um, DEXs, and I can create any category I want and start adding stuff into the category. So, I mean, I could, I could do coins, um, but you know, that's, I mean, that's a lot to maintain. So it, once things really take off and I have like community that's helping maintain, you know, the site, because it, in my mind, it's for the whole community benefit. Like, so if project owners and projects you know, uh, um, ambassadors, official or unofficial, want to come into the site, they're going to be able to kind of claim or become a contributor for individual projects and go and update that data and provide additional data. Um, so that's all coming and really like it's already built. Um, it's just kind of I'm just getting it all ready for, you know, prime time. Do they so. have an API to source from GitHub? Um, I mean, I am, I am connect, my, the whole application is on GitHub. So, uh, and I think AP, I think GitHub has an API. I don't know how it, you know, I let the developers uh, work with GitHub. So, mm -hmm. uh, but I do use GitHub to manage the code and everything. I don't know if that's what you're asking, but. Yeah. Uh, well, I figured if they updated on their own white paper through like a, a GitHub portal, that it might be able to update or you could just create a direct mm. source information from GitHub also. I see what you're saying. Yeah, now that's interesting. Uh, um, I hadn't even thought about GitHub. I'm definitely looking at APIs into all of the marketplaces. Um, I'm already using the Abisus Bay API, like on the existing, even the existing Crusader app. Oh, you yeah, you're doing any, great. And I'm not trying yeah. to distract you from your main Oh, yeah, I'm just saying. It's easy to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, but yeah, I definitely have been looking at all of this and reaching out to the marketplaces through Discord to see if they have an API available. Um, and so not all of them do. And so for those, I'm looking at scraping. So there's, you know, other things you can do to, you know, if they, if they don't have an API, you can essentially visit the collection page through a script and lift the data you want. Floor, you know, floor data, whatever, you can pull that down. So, all kinds of tricks to get around, you know, limitations and challenges. Cool. Which, you know, every time you start a new development, it's like you think you know what's going to happen, and then you know, suddenly it's it's not that. Even with cross the the spaces scout, right? I mean, it took several months to build this, and you know, I had to learn the API. I mean, the developer was coding, but he would run this and we'd get the output and I'd, I'd be like, yeah, but that space is over. Like why, 
why is it still there? You know, and that kind of thing. So we had to like learn all the stuff to, um, to be able to make it work. Yeah. Well, it definitely runs really clean. The spaces. And as far as I could tell, I mean, I, I wasn't there for the development of it, but I heard about it and this is going to definitely help the masses, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I'm definitely looking at cross chain. So I'm, I'm already thinking of like the next, um, the next blockchain to, to move into. So. Um, Do you have a preference for, uh, organizational adaption? Um, I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking it's probably makes sense to stay at least initially in the like EVM, right? So like Polygon, ETH. You know, that type of thing. Although, you know, VeChain, Aptos, AVAX, those are all, you know, interesting. And hmm. probably something I should be looking at, right? Hey, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you one way or another. I mean, I look at a lot of different source information. and I'd love to make something out of it, but it's it's people's preference, you know. People see the VGods or whatnot, and next thing you know, they're – Buying that, the floor price is crazy, and some people look at board apes and they make a major yeah. community out of that. And I, I yeah, wouldn't be able to give you the analytics on what forms those communities at all. I mean, if you yeah, get that job, I'm going to be sure, with sure. you right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are available. So they're, you know, the good news is just like you know the blockchain, it's all right there. So you, you can really, you know you can go and look at the activity and kind of like it could be pretty clear what, what, you know, where you should be going. Um, and then, you know, tomorrow it could all fall apart because there's a leak. So, <laughs> and that's what keeps it fun. <laughs> that's what keeps people poor. No, but that's what... you, yeah, it keeps us, keeps us down. No, no. I mean, you know, it, it is a good time to, you know, the other reason why I'm kind of, you know, putting more energy into to bringing Crusader back is that it's a time to build, right? It, there's, there's not a, as many projects. And so I can, you know, slow down a little bit and, and figure out how to like automate all this stuff. And, you know, even with ChronoScan, you can, you can figure out when a new project opens a contract. Right. Oh. So I really could automate, you know, a lot of places if you go to NFT scan, like it's, they've automated a lot of that too. Well, Which is a good resource, by the way. Uh, have you been to NFT Scan? NFT Scan? No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, check it out. It's, they have a Kronos. Oh, and, a Kronos uh, No, it's it's actually called NFT Scan, oh. and they have different chains um, that they support. You know, most of the EVM. So, ETH, Poly, Solana. You know, oh, they have different. Well, they have Avalanche and stuff. So. Yeah, then you can look up all the collections and look at the number of holders and, you know, lots of good data. So I'll be using that as a source, too. They have APIs. So it's all, you know, none of this is secret data or hidden. It's all about, like, what do you want to get and what you want to see, right? And that's where it's, you know, again, back to, like, I'm building it for me, what I want to see, um, so I can make a better informed decision. So what domain are you using exactly? Tell the listeners exactly how they find Crosader. It's uh, dap, D-A-P-P dot Crosader dot com. And then it'll bring you, right now it brings you right to the spaces scout. Um, but pretty soon 
it, it won't necessarily bring you right there. It'll be in the menu and there'll be other things to do there. So what's the difference between DAP and, you know, World Wide Web and uh, HTTPS? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Web3, it seems like everybody's using something a little bit different, right? Even like .io, um, things like that. So um, originally it was app, but I did, you know, now that I'm going to have a wallet connect and it's going to be more of a DAP where you could be able to do some things and, you know, interact with with blockchain, um, I just switched it off uh, over to DAP. And is for DAP DeFi more, app. And that's just a description of it, though, correct? Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's a brief description. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, would you be able to do a wallet connect uh, in HTTPS? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is HTTPS for sure. It's H, yeah, so it's HTTPS colon slash slash dap dot dot com. So yeah, I, I kind of always assume that first part, but it is, it's definitely secured HTTPS, right? I'm hosted up on Amazon, um, and it got all the certificates and, you know, all awesome. that kind of stuff for sure. Yeah. So how did you go about getting on Amazon? Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You can really, you can go and create an account and spin up a free server within 10 minutes and it's free. And as long as your traffic is pretty low, it, it can stay free forever. So like, I don't know if people really know that, but so they have different grades of servers, you know? Um, yeah. And so the, the, the one that's free is like, you know, micro or whatever they call it. Um, and then if you need more, you know, once you go into production, you get, you get a, a bigger one. So I'm on like a meat, they call it a medium, um, which is pretty beefy, probably more than I need right now. But, uh, you know, to upgrade it, you have to kind of spin it down and, you know, do some stuff. So I don't maintain the server directly. Um, uh, so, I, you know, I, I just created a, a medium so it could just be like my main server for quite a while. But yeah, anybody can use AWS and, and like they even have pre-packaged, you know, applications and scripts and all kinds of stuff on AWS. It's, it's really unbelievable what, what, what they have going on there. Oh, for the, for the, you know, hobbyist developer that, <laughs> that really, you know, that make it possible that somebody like me can, um, build something like this, you know, in my, in my living room. You know what I mean? <laughs> And again, I'm not building it. I, I don't know. I didn't even mention I've got developers that I work with. You know, we, we work with through GitHub and, and we use a tool called ClickUp to manage the work. So I'd like create a ticket essentially and provide all the details and screenshots and say, hey, on this page, this button right here should look like this. Uh, and I do a lot of like mockups and like Snagit and, and other tools to, to, you know, and then they do the tickets and you know, we use GitHub to have maintain different. We have a, a dev server and a production. So we they push it to dev. We can play with it, test it, and then when we're ready, we move, move it to production. Excellent. That's great. It's nice to know that people are out there building. Uh, this is the time to do it, especially in the bear market. So what um, what do you see? the application of the end result of Crusader 
in the future? I mean, hopefully it does just continue to be a tool to help the NFT investor make informed decisions, you know, whether that is whether they should even get in a project or whether it's time to get out of a project, you know, um, and just provide, you know, different information to, to people. I hope that's like, I mean, that's the main goal. And then, you know, of course, the end goal is just to bring as much information as possible in a way that, you know, continues to help you make that decision. Right. As opposed to, you know, trying to guide that decision by, you know, promoting different things and, you know, only being an avenue for these projects. Um, So I am trying to go to all the, you know, Corgi Studio, which, you know, isn't hugely popular, but I'm going in there and, you know, making sure I have those, not all the projects, at least for now, right? I'm getting, for for the relaunch, it's going to be, you know, you'll, any project you probably know about, you'll be able to find it. Some of the more, you know, if you go to Corgi, for example, and like scroll down, there's got to be a hundred at least. And some of them are just, you know, it's like the, it's like the Croce mark, uh, uh, drops page where, you know, Moon has, has created 30 projects and they are all from the same person. And it's just, you know, he scribbled it down at one night. So I, I, I you know, not sure if I'm going to list all of those. Um, although, you know, if somebody requests for it to be listed, I'm, I will probably. <laughs> yeah. I, Tofu does a great job of scanning metadata. Uh, TofuNFT.com. Yeah. Yeah. I use Tofu a lot. Um, Honestly, I only use Tofu for uh, looking at my wallet and doing a little bit of research. But how do they have a better scanner than MetaMask? I don't know. That's very frustrating. I, <laughs> you know, and I even told Bach on a on a space recently yeah, that that if I didn't if if I could sort hit you know in in Croce by the most recent that I wouldn't have to use Tofu anymore because that's really the like the main thing, it, it it shows more things in the wallet and it shows the most recent. And that's the only place you can go to see what's most recently in your wallet, you know, in a visual way, as opposed to going to Chronoscan. So. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievably frustrating that your own wallet isn't able to scan itself to tell you what's in it. I mean, you could go to the chain, specific, but rarely... Will it just pick up every single NFT on all the different chains? So, you know, yeah. four years from now, you're over in AVAX messing around and you're building an ecosystem or something. You could go to tofunft.com and they'll just show you every single thing that you ever bought. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I, I mean, there's going to be something like a concept of a blockchain that aggregates all the blockchains or something, right? I mean, this concept of having this, like the difficulty of moving around the blockchains, is, I, I can't imagine it's going to be much longer before there's some breakthrough. And, you know, I mean, it may be a couple of years, but. Do they have know. an API? Does Tofu have? Um, I don't know. I, I didn't, I don't think I'm going to, Tofu's like at the bottom of my list, honestly. Um, <laughs> as far as, as far as like the ones I'm, I'm going to, I'm playing on the scan, right? Um, it's so it's like Visus, Moonflow, Minted, Corgi, uh, Croce, you know, those like, yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah, Moonflow is an interesting subject because I just used yeah. it for the first time today, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's pretty clean. Yeah, I've been I've been interested in Moonflow. Um, he, you know, that he's got an interesting story too because I remember back in when he had released his first thing, which was the uh, the RPC, RPC. Yeah. list, right? And I was, that's right when I was building the in, initial version of Crusader. So I hopped in his telegram and like it was just me and him. Like, he, you know, he had this <laughs> telegram on the, and it was me and him. I was like, hey, you know, like, and he's just a dad, just like me building this tool, you know. Um, and so, you know, he's got a, I think he's got a good story too. So I'm glad he's like made something of this. And yeah, it, it, I like Moonflow. It's, it's a little bit different. Um, it's fast. It seems to be fast. They're doing drops now, so I think they're – and I did see – what else? I saw something interesting, um, like a button that's not available yet, but it's like lending. Hmm. It's, like, it's like lending, so I'm not sure what that uh, means. Well, I know some – that has been an ambition of multiple projects is getting leverage on your NFTs. Yeah, I mean, I know what it means. I just, you know, I don't know how that's going to work. It's very interesting, though, that concept of, you know. If you have a, a blue chip and you want to go hop in a, you know, ape into a, a coin launch, um, you could get <laughs> get a couple thousand crow, hop in, 2x, get your thing out alone, and you're good to go. Yeah, but, and that's tax free too, correct? Yeah. So uh, well, in real life, and you're able to leverage stuff and get loans that are tax free. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. So yeah, I like Moonflow. Yeah, me too. I, you know, I I remember hearing about it from you months ago for the RPCs, and that's been a priceless priceless asset. You know, when some of the RPCs would go down, we were able to jump to you know a new validator system. Yeah, yeah. For anybody listening, like I mean, I've been using the CrowSwap CrowSwap RPC, and and haven't had any issues with it. So I, I, they have, they have a really, they claim to be like the fastest, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think Moonflow still has that RPC list, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, that's the only reason I'm pretty sure got a treehouse is because I switched, <laughs> you know, it was failing. Everybody was failing and I switched RPC to like Artemis or some, something that like, you know, wasn't super popular and boom, I got in. Yeah, so very you, you gotta, you gotta learn how to, switch RPC sometimes if you're if you're hopping in a mint. So I funny story <clears throat> about the tree houses. I wasn't able to mint any of the tree houses because uh all my liquidity was tied up in the alpha bots. So I made mm. I tried to sweep the secondary floor on crypto dot com uh paying in crow for my DeFi wallet. And uh. when they received the crow they didn't know what to do with it even though it was on the crypto.com chain, not the Chronos yeah. chain. Mm. Uh, and then they said I had the NFTs and then they took them out of my wallet and said I didn't have them. And it took them about two weeks for them to send me uh, back my money. So, oh, that's painful. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I think it was like three separate transactions of $600 a piece. Mm. I was Did you get the alpha bots? Did you end up getting the alpha bots or you didn't oh, get nothing? Oh, no. Well, I minted uh, three. The only ones yeah. I got were the ones I minted. But I was able to mint with Crow from my DeFi wallet. Right. So. 
and it was funny when I waited two weeks and the last message I sent them was that, uh, you'll have to look for the crow under the crow chain, Kronos chain, not the Kronos chain, but the crow <laughs> crypto that kind. And okay. next thing it was within a few hours, they sent the money back. Oh my gosh. So you just, you had to like do their job for them. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Well, I, you know, yeah, it's, even that's improved. I think I haven't had it. You know, I used to have issues, uh, you know, moving money to the DeFi and it would take hours, right? Um, it doesn't do that anymore. I haven't had oh. any issues. So I think they've definitely goodness. improved. Things are getting better. Technology is going improved. faster. The, the products yep. are getting better. More people are getting involved. The adaptation is coming fast. And I believe. Once we have a strong legislative uh, foundation of precedence in America, people will feel more comfortable slowly coming into the tokenization. Um, right. And that's been sentiment for a while, but unfortunately the dark little secret is there is major precedence that has already occurred, especially when Facebook adapted the Libra. They just shut him down blatantly, like, bullies in Congress. They're like, get that off. You are not competing with the American dollar. Mm-hmm. And then I can even go back a little bit farther and say Bill Gates for Microsoft. He also had a token. And it was uh, um, it wasn't it was a monetized token that you would get by playing the video games and earning achievements on the Xbox system. And then you mm-hmm. could trade those tokens in for video games um, yeah. like in expansions basically spend right. them on the Microsoft store and yes. that disappeared without anything in the newspapers or the news. Hmm. But I think yeah, I remember those. It, they called them Microsoft coin or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And well, now that we've seen the behavior of the SEC and, and the federal reserve and uh, banking commissions and the FTC, we, it's safe to assu- expect, not assume what happened to that monetization. Mm-hmm. So it, that was a gr- you know I, I want my Microsoft coins back. I love. Oh, did you see um, Twitter just released monetization? Have you seen any of that? Um, I heard some of it. It's going to be a Web three connect. Oh, it's done. Oh, so so early this morning, Twitter was was rugging hard, right? I actually believe they were upgrading because when things suddenly cleared up. Um, I got a new little message and you can leave some of the hosts of Twitter spaces. You can send crypto. Oh, and, wow. And yeah, yeah. So you can send, like, I was able to look like Martech this morning in his space. You could send him, um, Bitcoin or Venmo. And so that's a new, it's a new button. I, they haven't even like, it's hard to see, but next time you're in a space, look up at the top and there's a little like dollar thing next to some of the icons. Oh, wow. So they've started and I think you can like pick your own, like what you're going to accept. And then just, I saw Bitcoin and then I looked at links and she had Bitcoin and ETH. Oh, um, wow. So, so it is here and that's exciting. I mean, that's like, super uh, exciting. yeah, revolutionary. I, yeah. Ask me. Uh, like that's some, the yeah. beginning of, of the mass adoption, you know, institutional uh, enabling institutional ad- adaptation. Yeah, for sure. But is it only with Twitter Blue? Because my Twitter Blue didn't work for like four months. No, they were charging me for it. I don't. I don't have Twitter Blue, and I'm I, at least 
okay, so you're able to leave money, you know, send money to people. I actually went in to see what it would mean to like try to accept money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had three rules and they had like check, like, you know, you could have a check mark next to one. One was, uh, like, verified or something i can't remember that i had a check mark next to that one the other one was like a tweet 25 tweets in the past month or something like that and i didn't have a check mark i guess i actually haven't been tweeting maybe just a lot of retweets but the other one said 10,000 users or 10,000 followers um but martech doesn't have 10,000 so i'm not sure like what you know maybe you just need two of them or something so hopefully they don't tighten it up too much but yeah it'd be great I mean, I, I'm not how much, sure how much money I'm going to be sending off to people, but. <laughs> so, so under um, under the Crusader app, are you going to have a messaging platform where people would be able to interact with each other, such as set up profiles? Uh, have um, I mean, definitely watch list for sure. Um, the concept of talking to each other, I mean, that's a that's. I mean, that's a whole different ball game in my mind. That's a messaging. You've got to worry about like all kinds of new things with that. Right. Because if somebody's like using your app for, you know, nefarious purposes, like mm-hmm. it, it's just, you know, it's a whole new thing. So not immediately, but yeah, definitely, you know, you can log in now. Um, at least on my test one, you can log in and you have permissions. And so, yeah, that's like, the, the, the idea of being able to go into a project and say, you know, this is this is what I think about it. Like as far as uh, maybe a rating or some other kind of, you know, information you would provide. Definitely that. But then for people to be able to like respond and get in, the, in a pissing match and, and you know, <laughs> like, like Crowland comes in or Crover comes in and like, you know, um, I like Crover, don't get me wrong, but I just, you know, I don't want that toxic, like, you know, back and forth happening. I um, agree. Um, in the messaging, you know, like yeah. Crover again, not that you're toxic. I'm just saying like it, you know, you get people riled up. That's for sure. He's angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's getting rugged. You know, everybody's a little upset. Uh, I don't blame him. Yeah, I'm not, I don't blame him. It is what it is. Yeah. But uh, we'll see how everything goes. Goes, and you know, I congratulate you on your successful launch, and I can't wait to see yeah, how it goes in the future. And I'd like to invite you back. We'll aim for like six months from now. We'll see sure. where we're yeah, at. it seems like forever, but yeah, absolutely. Let's <laughs> let's do it again. Well, I mean, the last uh, the last thing I want is for everything to get away from me. So it's good to yeah. have these to reflect on, and even though. Somebody might not listen to this a week from now, a year from now. You know, a lot of what we talked about is still going to be pertinent, regardless of how fast the space moves. You know, the it's a uh, it's definitely a tipping point for mass adoption in the Web three. And uh, thanks for coming yeah. on. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. All right, and guys, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, comments. Um, you can email me 